This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1628. When is it time to leave a relationship? By Tanya Lester of tanyalester.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show that's all about helping you to improve your relationships each and every day in about 10 minutes or less. Optimal Relationships Daily. I'm your host and narrator. My name is Greg Audino, and I'm here to read to you from some of the best relationship content out there. And today's post is no exception. We've got a really great one on tap from Tanya Lester, one of our newer contributors, about how to know whether or not our relationship struggles are bad enough that it's actually time to end things. Let's hear her thoughts as we optimize your life. When is it time to leave a relationship? By Tanya Lester of tanyalester.com. Extra Gum released a commercial showing people waking up to an announcement that they could go outside. The pandemic was over. Set to Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now, the commercial depicts unkempt, exhausted people emerging from their gloomy homes. In one instance, rising like the undead out of a casket made out of pizza boxes, to run outside, take in the sunlight and fresh air, and enthusiastically make out with strangers in the park. What's most striking, however, is that no one leaves the dreariness of their homes in pairs or families. Implicit in the fantasy is that they are free not just from their homes, but from the people inside them. While the pandemic might have made the feeling of being trapped in a relationship literal, ambivalence is a normal part of relationships. Relationship expert Terry Real sometimes refers to this as the normal matrimonial hatred, which might sound a little intense, but when he introduces this term in front of an audience, he invariably receives knowing laughter. If sometimes disliking your partner is okay, then when do you know that you've crossed the line to true unhappiness? In other words, when should you leave? In my therapy practice, I frequently see people struggling with this question. You know you're unhappy, but you try to stick it out because you're comfortable. Or you realize that you aren't being treated well, but can't face the prospect of being alone or trying to start over again with someone new. Even more confusing is when a partnership is good, but you still have the nagging feeling that the relationship is not for you. Finding solutions to difficult problems requires asking difficult questions. Here are some questions to set you on the path toward making up your mind. Number one, are our problems based on what we're going through or who we are? It's easy to get stuck in the mindset that life will smooth out once a particular stressor is behind you and your relationship will be better. We're all guilty of this magical thinking. If only I had a specific job, made more money, or moved away from my hometown, everything would be perfect. In relationships, We sometimes project this magical thinking onto our partners. If only this one thing changed, we would have the relationship that I want. Sometimes this is true, 
Couples weather all sorts of tough times and come out the other side stronger and more deeply bonded. But you need to be honest with yourself. Is this an isolated incident or an entrenched pattern? And if it's a pattern, is it one that you can tolerate over time or does it feel like it's sucking the life out of you? If you've been waiting for years or even decades for your partner to behave differently and there always seems to be a life experience that prevents this change from happening, you may be deluding yourself. Number two, what would I say to a close friend in my situation? It's usually easy to guess because it's probably what your close friends are saying to you now. You might have some friends who complain endlessly about their mate or operate according to unhelpful beliefs, like all men are useless, women are never satisfied, or no marriage is truly happy. You can take what these friends say with a grain of salt, but hopefully you also have friends who believe you deserve appreciation and can be appreciated and well-loved by your partner and be happy in your relationship. When these friends express concern, it's time to sit up and take notice. Number three, how many things have I tried? Even the best relationships experience growing pains. Combining lives with another person requires compromise, goodwill, and the ability to let minor grievances slide. Before ending a serious relationship, it makes sense to speak up, have difficult conversations, and be collaborative and open to change on your side too. Maybe seek out a relationship counselor. If you love someone, don't sit quietly and hope things will get better on their own. Number four, what if things are good except when we have fights? We can't just consider who we are when our relationships are at their best. We need to take a hard look at how they are when we're at our worst. Conflict is healthy and productive. Only people who have no boundaries are never angry. But conflict and anger need to be contained. If you or your partner can't regulate your behavior when you're upset, you're not in a healthy relationship. Arguments should not be scorched earth affairs. We're all responsible for everything we say and do, even when we're upset. Even if the rest of the relationship feels okay, it might be time to leave if you dread disagreements because they always end with you feeling gutted. Number five, am I staying put just because I've already invested so much? In finance, the sunk cost fallacy is when you keep investing in an endeavor because of how much you've already put into it, even when the current costs far outweigh the benefits. In relationships, you might feel reluctant to leave an unsatisfying connection not because you think it can improve, but because you feel sick about how much time you've already invested. If you regret not having left earlier, or think, if this insert terrible incident happens again, I will end it, take notice. It might mean that you are throwing good money after bad. Staying in an unhappy situation because you've already stayed in it so long is a terrible reason for sticking it out even longer. Number six, do I like the person I need to be to stay in this relationship? One of the best reasons to leave a relationship is that your partner doesn't like the sides of you that you love the most. If you feel you have to dim your shine, hide your interests, or suppress your opinions, this is not the relationship for you. If you try to edit away who you truly are just to be the person your partner wants, you will slowly lose those parts of yourself. And losing the parts of yourself that you cherish most is a much greater loss than the end of a relationship. Ending relationships is painful and you get no guarantees about what comes next. But staying when you need to go means staying in a prison or quarantine of your own making. You just listened to the post titled, When Is It Time to Leave a Relationship? by Tanya Lester of tanyalester.com. 
and a phenomenal post from Tanya today. I think she articulated so wonderfully that feeling that we experience in not just relationships, but many parts of life. How much do I have to sacrifice before it's time to make a change? These were some terrific self-reflection questions that we heard today. And one more that I personally would add to that list is, do I want to keep working on this? You know, we don't often realize it, but this is really the heart of relationships. Even when we break up, unless we've long since checked out, we're not breaking up with the expectation that we'll immediately fall out of love with this person, uh, as if to erase everything that we've had with them. Rather, it's the decision to stop nurturing the relationship until you fall out of love. So, turn your focus towards the act of love, and consider how enthusiastic you are to keep giving and showing love. That subtle shift in thinking or wording could have a really big impact. That's going to do it for today, though, everybody. As always, I thank you for coming and making another episode possible. Do share this episode with someone who you think might like it. Honestly, I think anyone could benefit from this article, even if they're in a great relationship or no relationship at all. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.